Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Happy July. It is July 1st, 2019, and welcome to the Connections Podcast. My name is Kevin Gunter. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope, wherever you are, that it is colder there than it is here because it's like, oh man, give or take one billion degrees outside, and I just, um, just sweating. Just sweating everywhere, all the time, always. Except right now, I am in a nice air-conditioned apartment with my kitty cats on a uh, on a nice July evening. I love uh, I love July mornings and evenings uh, because I feel like that is it's it's super nice. I think the humidity kind of stops a little bit, and uh, it's usually a little bit breezier in the evenings, and so uh, those are great. Those are the kind of nights that I could sit outside and. And just relax on a deck for hours, but uh, during the day is bad. Lucky for me, I work, so I don't have to worry about that, and uh, I'm just able to to kind of chill. Um, but I hope all of you are are doing well and um, and trying to stay cool wherever you are, or warm if you're living in the North Pole. And uh, hopefully, you're all getting pumped for the Fourth of July. It's coming up this week. Um, means I got a short week at work and uh headed home to spend some time with my parents and some families coming out of town and i hope you are doing something similar um be safe don't blow off your fingers with fireworks that's bad first of all i've heard i have not blown my fingers off with fireworks uh, my brother almost did once he was holding a firecracker once and he lit it and then he threw it um because it almost blew up in his hand and it ended up like landing in one of my mom's flags that she had my mom puts out different flags for the different uh uh months and uh yeah it like blew up on one of those and put a giant hole in it and yeah my mom wasn't pumped but also you know how hard it is to say flag i say flag (laughs) we haven't talked about this before on here but i guess now is a good time it's never i it's probably the number one thing I get made fun of in my life. <laughs> um, I'm not from Minnesota. I am born and raised in Nebraska, but I, for some reason, inherited that weird a the sound thing. Like I don't know why, but I say flag and bag and tag, <laughs> and uh, that's just what I do. So I don't think I say those often on this podcast, but. Now it's out there, and now you all understand if I do say them, why it sounds, I guess, wrong. It, it sounds fine to me. So that's what I got for you. Uh, we're just going to go ahead and, and dive into it. Uh, you saw the name of this episode of Skyscrapers. I uh, do quite a bit of travel for my job, uh, I, I and I actually really love it. I enjoy it a lot. Uh, I've been able to see pretty much all of the United States. There are maybe five or six states um mainly in the northeastern part of the of the country that i haven't been able to see yet but uh i I get to fly around and and visit different uh different places see tons of different people and i love it and there was one time in particular though uh as i've kind of notated in previous uh previous podcast episodes way in the beginning man Episode number two, I think. It was about airplanes. I'm not a big fan of flying. I do it because I got to do it, but I I don't love it. Uh, And I remember one of the first flights I ever took, I was going out to Pittsburgh uh, to visit uh, a school out there. And while I was out there, 
um, I had an awesome time and, and a great experience. But we were coming back, and I remember we got a early flight, and we had been up and and at it pretty. Uh, we were out and about in the painting the town uh, the night before, so we were just up super late and had to be at the airport super early. So I was I was feeling really droggy. Ended up uh, getting on the plane, made it. It was great. I woke up um, sometime after. <laughs> After we had started the flight and I was looking down and uh, out, out of the window, I was sitting in the window seat and I was looking down and I saw all of these just buildings, these big buildings, these skyscrapers. And I was thinking, man, that's crazy. And I kind of r- looked over to my left to th- this random guy who was sitting there. I have no idea who he was. And I'm like, man, can you believe that we're already in Chicago? And he... <laughs> He kind of looked at me and he's like, bro, that's Omaha. And I was like, wow. <laughs> so that that's actually not that funny. But in the moment, I felt like a complete idiot. And uh, that that tells us two things. One, I definitely was born in Nebraska, like next to cornfields, right? I don't understand what a big city looks like, I guess, compared to Omaha. Omaha's big to me. So that's where we're at. But um, on top of that... Uh, we also learned that skyscrapers look pretty darn near similar to each other from the from the top when you look at it. And that's kind of where the connection comes from. Uh, and it comes from uh, there's going to be a couple different connections that we that we base off of that. But the first one I want to take a look at is something that my uh, my my buddy at work will mentioned to us the other day. Um, this is kind of cool. I've been able to have some really great conversations with some of my coworkers. And, and just friends in general, especially as I'm gearing up to start seminary, which by the fact, uh, I got my uh, schedule today for the fall for seminary, which is terrifying and exciting all at the same time. And I'll talk about that sometime. But uh, it's been really great to just have some conversations about uh, theology and just life in general with some of these people. And, and uh, Will, the other day while we were sitting around upstairs uh, at work, kind of mentioned up that... Um, the way God sees sin in our lives is by uh, skyscrapers, right? That when we look at skyscrapers as human beings, when we look at skyscrapers, we see them. Uh, we see them, you know, ones that are taller than the other, shorter than the other, wider, thinner, whatever it might be, right? We, we see a, vi- a wide array of them. Um, and that's also how we see sin. You know, we, we see uh sin as you know different types of sin being uh worse than other types of sin or or seeing that you know one sin is is not nearly as bad as committing another one where when god looks at skyscrapers you know he he views them from the top and so he views them a lot like i saw chicago slash and or omaha (laughs) that they look the same right from from the roof up he kind of looks down and he sees well that those are all those are all pretty equal in my eyes and um, and so that that's just that's really interesting to me, right? That that we uh, we as human beings kind of like to play this game where um, we believe that you know if if you commit one type of sin, right? If you just like you know tell a lie or, or mouth off to your mom and dad or whatever it might be, that's not nearly as bad as if you went off and murdered somebody, right? Um, but that's not necessarily what we're always told, right? Um, I think that we're kind of told that, um, I mean, it goes back and forth <laughs> from, from what I understand when it comes to the Bible, that, 
um, you know, it, it's difficult. It's dangerous to even attempt to list sins according to their degree of seriousness. Um, for the wages of sin is death. Applies to all sin, whether in thought, word, or deed. Um, you know, Romans six twenty three kind of talks about that. But, um, but I think we really do kind of get on this this uh, this discussion that like it seems obvious sometimes to us that some sins have got to be you know worse than some other ones, right? Whether it deals with the after effects or the effects of itself, that they should be judged according to the sin of which, uh, you know, a person has, you know, committed, right? We could, we could argue for days that um, stealing a can of soup for your family that is um, starving, which is a whole thing, I know, <laughs> um, is different than turning around and exterminating, a, you know, a thousand people in war or, you know, a concentration camp as Hitler did, or, you know, something like that. But, um, I don't know. I don't know exactly how I feel about this. And then this might be one of those things that I kind of visit back, you know, uh, it would be interesting to dive into in, in seminary and in studies just to kind of look into it and to see, you know, what that looks like and, and how that's different compared to, um, all the, you know, different ones you see. I mean, what we, you know, what we can read out of scripture, um, I don't know if it necessarily talks about weighing sins against one another, comparing them, saying, oh, which one is worse than the other. Um, if it does, please come and tell me, leave a comment or get a hold of me and, and teach me. I definitely want to learn all I can about that. But um, what it does make, what it does make a pretty good point of is more of the idea that there's not anybody who has not sinned, right? That, um, you know, Romans 3.10 goes and says that as it is written, none is righteous. No, not one, right? There's not a person living on this earth or dead on this earth that um, has not committed one sin, right? That everybody is in that. Uh, and and more so leads towards um, just that basic idea, right? That I don't really know if it focuses on saying, you know, murder is worse than lying or stealing is worse than, um, I don't know, right? Sex before marriage or, or whatever you want to call out, right? It doesn't really focus on the nitty gritty of that it more so says like hey you've all sinned and then it goes on and says like but you're not to judge one another for that um you know you're supposed to not not stare <laughs> at everyone else's skyscrapers and, and be looking at you know what how tall that person's skyscraper is with sin and how little yours is right that doesn't matter that's comparison it's ugly you don't need that um that the one verse that screams that out the most is Matthew seven, one that says, judge not that you be not judged for with the judgment you pronounce, you will not be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye. When there is a log in your own eye, you hypocrite, First, take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. You know, so <laughs> that's pretty true, right? I think of how many times on a, oh, man, here's one for you. So the other day, <laughs> the other day I was driving home uh, from seeing my parents and I was driving back to Lincoln. And while I was on my way home, I was just beyond angry 
at this uh, car that was in front of me. I was on the interstate, and this car was in the left lane, and he just was not. I mean, he was. He, uh, he was going the speed limit, right? So, <laughs> which you just don't do in the left lane, right? I, uh, and I'm like, I was just trying to get around this guy, and I was trying to get back to to Lincoln as soon as I could, and um, and so I was just screaming, right? I mean, you know how you get road rage, and I was just like, man, this guy's not moving, and I'm angry, and I want to get home, and he eventually moved over to the right, and um, I started started got and, and got past him and whatnot, and then. A little bit later, I um, was in that lane, and and I had uh, I don't know, I was in the right lane, and I was just driving just fine. And there was somebody merging in from like an exit, and I didn't move. I, I was just kind of like going. I was in my own little world, and and this car ended up honking at me pretty loud, and and I got all angry again, and and then I just kind of stopped for a second. And I'm like, oh yikes! And I instantly felt like trash <laughs> for. Uh, screaming at that guy when I was in the left lane, right? Just because I was like, how, you know, how much better am I over here? Just, you know, messing up the same, right? And, you know, that wouldn't argue that that's necessarily sin. But I mean, the whole point of it, right, is that we um, are so quick to jump down the throats of other people when they do us wrong or when we feel like they do us wrong and, and we feel like we have to step up and get angry about that. But then, almost every single time we either catch ourselves in that moment or even later, or even if we think back to before, right, that we've been guilty of something pretty similar to that probably, or just the realization that we sin too, right? We're not perfect, but it seems like sometimes in certain senses, when we allow our emotions to get the best of us, we, for some reason, think that we're better, right? We think we're better than other people. Um, That's, Excuse me. That's comparison. I think it. I think it links back to comparing ourselves to others and trying to always say that you know we're better than the other person. You know, like like I might have done X, but hey, at least I didn't do Y, right? Or at least I um, can say that I've never done this, 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 or that. And it it makes us believe in this false sense that we are are better than the other person. Um, but, you know, as as it's called out there in Matthew that, you know, you're not. And a lot of times before you chew out someone else for something in their backyard, you should check on your own. Right. That whole old saying. Uh, but I think I don't think it's just that that we see dramatic differences in. I think we see dramatic differences in um, in a lot of different areas of our life. That's highly based off of comparison or, or even just love. Right. You could even just base it off of. The basic ideology of love uh, one of those things would be um man for example when, like when somebody hurts you right that getting hurt um getting hurt has differences as far as like how how much hurt we feel from these different areas when when someone that you barely know does something that hurts you or offends you, you're probably going to be able to just be like, that sucked. And you're going to get angry for, for a little bit, but you're, you're probably going to be able to just kind of wipe it off and move on with your life. Right. You're not going to probably spend too much time focusing on that. But, um, but when someone who you love hurts you or does something that, that impacts you, um, that hurts you a lot more right it can have lasting effects it can have effects for years right just depending on what it is that it, it just 
pierces your heart and makes you feel terrible and can just change your entire outlook on on a lot of things for a, a long time right those who uh you know we hurt the ones that we love the most or those who love you the most hurt you the most you know whatever however that saying goes but that's true and <laughs> i'm pretty sure we all have examples that can remind us of a time when someone did something uh, and you feel I, I think it has something to do with, uh, you know, obviously the closeness there, but I think it's just because it unlocks a lot more emotions that you don't have with random people who hurt you, right? If if uh, somebody I barely know lies to me, I'll be just like, well, you suck <laughs> and, and, and kind of wipe it off. But when someone that you you love lies to you, uh, there's a lot of things that go into that, right? There's It opens up a door of betrayal. Um, there's a history there, so you're automatically going to start thinking, well, what else have you lied to me about, right? It completely destroys trust. It can go in and impact any happy memories that you might have had with them, and it makes it makes the, the future hard, too, right? I think people sometimes forget of uh, when something like that happens, yeah, you it's it really stinks because that past comes into question but even more so the future comes into question it's like well how am i ever gonna trust you again um moving forward and and that's hard that's a that's a hard conversation to have but i i, I don't know it probably comes down to vulnerability uh vulnerability and comparison i think work together in a lot of different areas right you have to be vulnerable in with yourself to be able to put your whole self out there without the fear of thinking that you need to compare yourself with others right putting putting your whole self out there being proud and confident in who you are and is something that takes a lot of vulnerability to do because you're also laying down that you're not going to allow yourself to succumb to comparison that the world feeds you we do that with the people we love and so i think when uh the people that we love hurts us. It also helps that can make that crumble. It can make your confidence crumble. It can make that vulnerability that you worked so hard to gain just come crashing down. And so I think it just works hand in hand and it's just a, it's, it's a, it's a wooey, right? But we see dramatic differences in almost everything that we do. And I don't know the answer to that, right? I mean, it's kind of a funny thing. What, you know, if we lived in a world where everybody loved everybody, you know, you loved everyone. You had a history with everyone. You had a, uh, you were vulnerable with everyone. There wasn't much comparison there. Would we feel hurt even more um, in this world because we did love everyone? So whenever anybody did something to us, we would we would feel more pain, or would we would we be able to let that love outweigh any of that pain that would come in? I don't know. I don't know. That's just a fun little thing to think about, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, the biggest, the biggest thing that we're asked to do, though, at the end of the day, with both of these things that I brought up, is we're supposed to love each other and we're not supposed to judge one another. That's it. That's what it comes down to. Do right. It, don't compare yourself with others. Don't do it. Love each other and do not judge one another. I uh, shared this on my story today and on Instagram, but it's it's by. Uh, it's a quote by Thomas Merton, who was a monk uh, and a the theologian. Theologian? I should probably learn how to say that word. But he <laughs> said, our job is to love others without stopping to inquire whether or not they are worthy. He said, our job is to love others without stopping to inquire whether or not they are worthy. And that's a fun 
quote. <laughs> it's a tough quote, right? When you think about it, that you know, we're we're not. Well, let's 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 take a look at it from this point of view. This is a really easy quote to follow, I think, if you're talking about people that you just met, right? That if someone just comes into your life, right, it's pretty easy for us to be like, well, it's not my job. To, to judge you, so I'm going to love you because that's that's great, and it's easy for us to say that because we don't have a history of them, right? We haven't even given them a chance to to have a footprint or an impact on our life, or um, we haven't even opened the door of vulnerability to see how they how they work with that. So I, I think this quote becomes more and more challenging with the people that you have in your life that you have loved, that you've maybe had a falling out with, that maybe you don't talk to as often, maybe you've had tested trust between you and that other person and um, things have just gotten rough or whatever it might be, right? That our job is not to stop and inquire whether or not they're worthy of our love. It's just to love them, that we're not supposed to worry about how they've hurt you, how they've betrayed you, how they've stopped talking to you, how they've ignored you, how they have gone behind your back or whatever it might be. You're supposed to love them. And that's hard, right? that's so hard <laughs> and it makes you know it gets me fired up it, it can get people angry because i think you can also read into that and say like well does that mean i'm not supposed to be mad at people like no absolutely not you are your feelings are real and your feelings have your feelings have breadth to them right you're supposed to take time um an effort into feeling sad, right? Digesting those feelings that you have, being able to feel the way you feel. You know, there there are going to be situations and times in your life when something happens and people around you are going to be wanting to get you back up on your feet as soon as they can, and they mean well. I, you know, we've all been in that in that seat where some someone that we love or care about is hurting, and the first thing that we want to do is make them happy, right? And Really, your job in those situations, when someone's going through something like that, your job is to kind of just be awkward. You know, your your job is to be awkward and uh, <laughs> just to be there with them, right? To to help them, to to feel that pain, and and to not be necessarily a bright shining light that's annoying. You know, that reminds them of how much they want to be happy. But more so, a, a person who's just there to say, "Hey, I know you're hurting, and you're going to hurt for a little while, and I don't want you to hurt alone." So here I am. That's, I think, what the most important thing is. Uh, but besides that, that you know, when you're in that pain and whatnot, I think this quote just kind of reminds us to remember that uh, even though you may be hurting, and even though you may be angry and whatnot, you still should try to love them uh, because you're never going to look full clearly. I don't think you're going to ever look clearly on the situation or that person if you forget to just love them. And uh, that's hard. I'm definitely not there. You know, I can think of a few uh, relationships and situations in my life where loving the other person was certainly not anywhere near my mind um, during the entire, you know, process. But uh, that's a shame. And there's definitely a way to do things better like that. So. Woo! That was a whole lot of different stuff. Appreciate y'all taking that ride with me. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, to sum up, we've talked about it so often on here. I should probably find something else to talk about, but comparison is an ugly thing. Don't do it. It's so hard to do it, and especially in the in the culture that we live in, right? That 
comparison is just such an ugly thing that's always in front of us and, and fighting that is so hard but I don't know the answer when it comes to how God looks at sin right and I don't I don't know that I don't pretend to know that but I, I do know that that overall God tells us that we're all sinners and we're not supposed to judge one another based off of that right that's his job we're uh, we're supposed to love each other and and that's uh, that is very clear so I think that's what we ought to do huh so make sure if you fly that you may not be on top of chicago you might just be on top of omaha nebraska or even just lincoln it's possible but anywho y'all have an awesome fourth of july be safe be careful have fun uh and until next time be sure to love yourself invest in others and know that you are indeed 100 guaranteed loved peace out y'all